You are very welcome. I am Mahanu, and this is my lovely Angel Rose. Mm -hmm. We're back to you again, this time with energies, all about energies. And Angel Rose had quite a number of deep questions that she wanted answered from the Akashic Records, all about energies and how we process them and so on. Give us an idea of what's ahead of us, Angel Rose. Right, well, we're exploring our relationship to the universe, to each other, to our sensitivities, to each other's energy, to what we absorb from other people, what they absorb from us, how our body processes that, and what is our body anyway, and how does it really work? Wow. We've covered a lot in a short Stay space tuned. of time. Another good one. Thank you, Rose. What does Source have to say about the way we absorb energies from those around us or from the environment? Showing me the image of a flower with many petals. So I have to go there first. It looks very much like a lotus or similar to one of those uh, desert flowers that are succulents that look like roses. It's the image that I'm getting first. And then I saw all these striations of violet light flash in front of me in like a pattern connecting Connecting violet-shaped pattern. It's going more to the interrelationship between all things. And that everything is energy and everything is woven together. There is no disconnect or a place where someone begins and ends. In other words, there's all these light striations that seem to connect everything together in a web. But it's being careful to say that that doesn't mean that things don't have a distinct form. But really, what we're talking about is a distinct pattern. For example, the flowering plants that they just showed me when we first started have a distinctive energetic pattern to them, which is why they form the way they do. A dog or a cat has their own specific geometric pattern, which is why they're the way they are. And the human being has its own pattern, specific pattern to it, which is how it knows to be a human. So when we talk about absorbing energies from each other, whether it be plant, human, animal, or otherwise, we're talking about relationships. We're talking about interrelationships between all things. And where they relate is at the energetic level. So rather than to say that we absorb energies, Source would like to use the word affected by energies that are around us. So depending on our own particular energetic structure, we do absorb energies from our environment, from other people, if they have a resonance to us. In other words, there has to be some sort of resonant energy with what you absorb and what you emit and how that affects your environment. So there are some patterns of forms that would not be affected by you, if you walked by, you may not be affected by them, but then in the next minute you could walk by a particular tree, let's say, 
the one tree among 20 that is emitting some sort of energy that you personally absorb and you feel it where somebody else might not feel it. So to answer the question, yes, we are constantly absorbing and emitting frequencies of energy, striations of light. Everything is. So, yes. So, source is saying, well, yes, of course you process you process light, don't you, from the sun. You process nutrients from food that you eat. So, yes, you are actually digesting and processing and light and energies all the time. Is one of the purposes of the human body to be a transformer? Well, it's saying that the purpose of the human body is to be a radiation of light. It's actually to be a sun, S-U-N. It's really the purpose of the human body, something that emits nourishment or light from itself, a beacon. The purpose of the human body is to be a beacon of light. So transforming is only something that occurs because we are still in effect of each other. So this is interesting. The reason you absorb energy from your environment or from food is because there is a perceived lack or need of energy, first of all. Or there's a weakness, a perceived weakness in us. So either we feel that we need particular light or energy or we feel that we're vulnerable somewhere to energies. This is how that particular process works. But when you come to the place where you really understand that you're a generator of light and electrical current, when you come to the place where you realize that you generate that from within yourself, that you reverse that process of having to absorb and you become something that emits instead. In the meantime, though, what Source is saying is, yeah, you do transform energies all the time by the process of uh, intake, absorption, and elimination. You do that all the time, and you'll continue to do that until you come to the realization of your masterful self, where there's no longer either a belief in need to sustain yourself and there's no longer a feeling of being in lack, which is the same as feeling vulnerable. And this brings up the fact, you know, what it's making a point to say is to prove to you that the human body can do multiple things and has multiple uses and it can adjust itself to whatever the dictates are at the moment. And why it's saying that is because it doesn't want us thinking in terms of absolutes. In other words, it isn't a fact that the human body is only a transformer. It's one of its functions. It's something that it can do. Just like it wouldn't be right to say that the human body is an absorber of energy. It's one of the things it does, but it isn't what it is. So it's discerning functions of the human body from the purpose, which you asked about, of the human form, the 
purpose of the human body is to be an electrical radiator or a sun of power and light, a generator, as opposed to a transformer. And it's making the point to say all this talk about free energy and how the outer powers that be do everything they can to prevent free energy from being available when Source is saying we haven't yet come to the realization that we are free energy. It feels that we're an electrical power station even in and of ourselves. We just don't know how to tap into it or how to use it. And that's what has yet to be discovered. I mean, some masters have discovered it and they keep it a well-guarded secret because it's, it is an evolution of consciousness that somebody comes to and to let it be known to the masses when the masses aren't ready for that responsibility in a way where they wouldn't cause destruction is the reason why it's kept quote-unquote secret for now. Well, there you heard Angel Rose answering questions about the human and the processing of each other and energies. We did ask a lot of other questions and Angel Rose did go on to answer a lot of other questions, but unfortunately, due to circumstances, we weren't able to record them. So I will do my best now to repeat those questions and a summary of those answers for you. We already asked about, are we always processing each other? And what Source has to say about the way we absorb energies from those around us. And she did mention about the lotus and how it's similar to those desert succulents, the striations of violet patterns, and that everything is everything and there's no separation. And she also mentioned about this forming a distinct geometric pattern, just as we know how to be human and how the acorn knows how to be an oak tree. And all these things relate at the energetic level. And then we asked about, do we process energies for one another? And she said, yes, if they have a resonance with us, we are constantly processing and digesting light, nutrients and energies all the time. We asked about the purposes of the human body and is it to be a transformer? And the purpose of the human body is to be a sun, a beacon of light. Transforming occurs because we are still in effect of each other. We perceive we need the energy of another, not a generator and emitter of energy. We intake, process and eliminate energy all the time until we become masterful. The human body is not absolute, but can process and do multiple things like an electrical radiator of light. It is a generator as opposed to a transformer. And we haven't yet come to the realization that we are free energy. We are an electrical power station. We just don't know how to use it. So the other questions that we wanted to include in this session today, are we absorbing each other all the time? And if so, how do we handle it? Are we always processing each other and outer energies? And why do we personalize it? Well, attractions or repulsions are based on a perceived need. We mistake energies and perceive them as coming from outside 
because we are not yet sensitive enough to discern its source. And we own them as a result and personalize them because we perceive ourselves as separate. We don't always have to say yes to these energies that are passing through us. Our next question asked, are we supposed to process each other? Or do we only do it because we have the same belief system? And where Angel Rose was coming from with this was that if one person feels another's pain and the ebb and flow of processing at this level of consciousness is necessary to maintain equilibrium until we become masterful and until we learn to emit our own light. Our next question asked, is the state of affairs due to the inability to process each other's or the planet's energies? And we have been overloaded by scrambled, chaotic energies leading to a breakdown of our systems. We are not in effect of the energies around us. And until we discover our mastery, we will continue to process the state of affairs. How do you tell where something originates? When you become self-aware as a generator of light, as a human consciousness, we have an evolution through time in various states of consciousness. So we discover or enhance or neutralize states of energy. It's like homeopathy, where the remedies are vibrations. This is how we neutralize frequencies. The medicine matches the frequency and vibration of the illness. This is the interim stage of our consciousness that still perceives lack. The correction is always the likeness of the same vibration. This doesn't work if there's not a vibrational match of the frequencies. And where is this important? Let's use the example of wealth. If you're not vibrating at the frequency of wealth, you will not have it and you will not attract it. This is a fundamental law that many people understand through the law of attraction. Our next question was, are we more beautiful when we are conscious? And Angel Rose answered it very simply by saying, we are more beautiful when we radiate light. Truth has its own beauty. What would it be like if there was no more judgments or guilt or negativity to process in this world? Well, it would be healthier, happier, more productive, freer, more pathways to enlightenment. We would be more connected, more aware, and it would be easier to know and downstep higher knowledge, and we would be more self-generating. So we moved towards a close by relating a little story where we were in a, a public eating area just this week. And strangely enough, I spotted a gold equal armed cross on the ground. It was part of some type of little jewelry. And I picked it up and I showed it to Angel Rose and asked her, what is the synchronicity of this? What is the, the coincidence of this happening? That the very table we sat at, there was an equal armed cross under the table. And Angel Rose said that the cross is the symbol of equilibrium. It's the place where horizontal and vertical orientations meet. It is our gravitational symbol of being human on earth. And it represents neutrality or equilibrium. 
And this is why it was important and led to this very discussion today where we're talking about energies. It is higher beings giving us the beginning of understanding of ourselves as a generator of energy. Now remember that all symbols are messengers and are not to be taken in and held finite. So our final question in this session asked about the Course in Miracles. Is the Course in Miracles trying to get us to deny the sickness-death paradigm? And Angel Rose said that the Course in Miracles is trying to reverse our whole thought system. To do that, it has to reverse our current perceptions. It's trying to change our beliefs to what is not true to what is true. It's going from the unhappy dream to the happy dream to eventually go out of perception altogether and into the truth of what we actually are. So there you have it. I asked the questions and Angel Rose provides the answers through the Akashic Records, of course. We hope you enjoyed that session. Do join us again next week because we are determined to tackle this issue of miracles and we keep postponing it, but we won't postpone it any longer. Join us then. Bye. You have been listening to Angel Rose and Ahanu on World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world.